Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. Okay, before we start the show, I would like to announce our latest venture, Company I Founded, a cultivated community for builders, creators, and innovators. We're hosting our first private event this Sunday, October 14th, at Copper Wing Distillery in St. Louis Park. This event is sponsored by Master Switch IT and the Bootstrappers Fund. Learn more at companyifounded.com. Now on with the show. Weather check, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we are. Good morning. (laughs) I love how we indicate what time of day it is, and doesn't really matter. Well, Well, it's it's uh, could be the middle of the night. Yeah, listeners. I like to do that. Mm -hmm. It it puts us in a yeah. You know, it kind of puts you in the you know time slot. Well, should we introduce ourselves? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here we are. Legacy matters. Jim. Yep. Hello, Jim. Jim. Sarah. That's me. Sam. Sam. We're all here today. The whole crew. Legacy Matters. I was going to say Legacy Matters Live because we just had our live show at the 331. Oh, yeah. It went great. Yep. That's coming With out soon. Venus. With Venus to Mars. And Lynette. And her Lynette. wife, Lynette. It was, it was wonderful. Right. Yep. So that's coming up. So yep. uh, a little quick uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Yeah, we I are think almost, they get bored with this part. I I'm not sure, but we're getting there. <laughs> we get new listeners every day, so... We do, and, and a lot more subscribers. Yep, this so is all good news. Maybe that's actually taking hold. Maybe people are listening to us listening and to actually us. subscribing. Yeah, uh, they're still not commenting. But well, that's okay. we're gonna Whatever. do we're gonna but. do a little video slash tutorial for people Ooh. to know how to subscribe. That's on the list. <laughs> I, it was recommended to me by my sister. Oh. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. You've got your list is always so long. Yeah. Things you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> it will get it done. Um, so yes, please follow us, like, share, and subscribe for the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Okay. What, what else? else you got, Jim? Uh, weather here we are, October second. Crisp fall day today. Everyone's breaking out the fall clothes. Yes. Don't you think? Yep. Okay. We got fall attire on. It's mm-hmm. the leaves are changing. It's a nice cool in the studio no ac mm-hmm. on no fan mm-hmm. on just the window open and mm-hmm. and we're I chilling out, i walked out in a sweatshirt on monday yeah thinking it was cold yeah you were it was, sweat it was so day. dreary and i yeah. had i had cold weather clothes on and it was hot mm-hmm. it was steamy on monday mm-hmm. and yeah. now it's cold sarah's got her little beret on it's super cute <laughs> i just <laughs> bought it and i've been waiting you'll see to, it in the pictures waiting to wear it so, so here right. we are, yes, yeah, yeah. We're here. Um, yeah. and we have a guest today. Sam, would you like to introduce? Sure, Molly. Uh, all right, we've got Molly <laughs> Mayor. Mayor. Yep. Yeah. Woo! Nice job. Red there, and I'm like, oh god, don't screw it up. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, Molly, you are uh, from the area, I assume. How did we got you through Chris Osgood? I believe he recommended God bless that you Chris come. Osgood. Yeah, he's, uh, he was fun. Yeah, he was a lot no of fun. No pressure. Well, welcome, Molly. You know, no. you'll do. You'll do well too, but I'm just telling you, Chris is a tough act to follow. He sets the bar high <laughs> in his stature. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He does. Um, yeah, I'm from St. Paul. Um, uh, now I can say I'm proudly from St. Paul. Mm. It took okay. a long yeah. time to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think we'll make this an episode where we try not to make fun of St. Paul. Then. No, it's okay. I <laughs> We have very broad shoulders. Um, 
we we can take it. <laughs> you can handle it. So sure. you grew up yep. in St. Paul. I did. I grew up, man. Like I can't. Like I have not been able to talk about this for years. Um, but yes, I grew up in West St. Paul, and I never like to say that. When I yeah, turned really? eighteen, I said, "I am out of here." forget this place um and i came over to minneapolis and then moved to other places from there but then a few years ago i was uh i had been living in minneapolis and i the building i was living in was being torn down another art space mm. um and i literally was homeless for months because I couldn't find a place in Minneapolis to live, and there was uh, a space that was available right above where I was working at the time, and they were like, you know what, Molly, there's a great apartment here in St. Paul in the 55105. It is it is completely within your price range, and you can move in right now. And I said, nope. <laughs> nope. And I was homeless for a few months, and then I, I eventually went back there, and now I will... Uh, I will always have roots in St. Paul. There you go. Way to represent yeah. for St. Paul. That's yeah. that's. So what is what specifically has changed? Yeah, what was wrong with West St. Paul? Or what is the you know? Well, well, West St. Paul can stay where it is, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> I have I have moved zip codes in St. Paul. I like to have a place to park. Mm-hmm. I found oh. parking. I think St. Paul is Minneapolis's retirement community, mm-hmm. and I am ready to to have a space that's quieter than Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I love to visit Minneapolis. Yeah, and I love to find my entertainment in Minneapolis, but I love coming home to St. Paul. Hmm. Yeah, that okay. makes, sense. makes perfect I mean, sense, yeah. especially the retirement in... part of St. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's quiet. There. It's very quiet. Yeah, yeah. I like it to is. hear birds. Yeah. Yeah, well, everything. there's lots of great places to eat and hang out, but this is where the action's at. Yeah. This is Minneapolis. Yeah, we can share places. I'm curious about what, where you think are good places to eat. <laughs> I'd like to know where they are. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. In St. Paul? I'm kidding. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm I don't all even ears. know the names of them. I just know that when I go visit those long-lost friends of mine that moved over uh-huh, to St. Paul, they, exactly. they take me to these places, and they're pretty nice. No, there are, yeah. there are great places. I'm, it does. Yeah. The downtown does get um, awfully quiet. Oh yeah, you know, unless it's, there's a concert, which is why I'll head over there. But yeah. oh my god, and then it's a little raucous. For a I moment. used to say that St. Paul, downtown St. Paul, was like Kansas City. Like downtown St. Paul on a Wednesday night was like Kansas City on a Saturday night when there's like a right. football game. Mm. Like it is mm-hmm. so quiet. I think Kansas City yeah. has built up more since I used to say that. But yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's a good comparison. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So, uh, what do you do? What's I mean, I, I know a little Singer. bit, but like I said, Singer, we don't know. songwriter. I, She's kind of a big deal, Sam. I know. Yeah. I know. We, we do a little research. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm terrible. It's all good. Uh, I know who you are, Molly. Cool. <laughs> Let me know who that is. I, <laughs> I've been trying to Singer, formulate. Singer, songwriter. That's what I got. <laughs> okay. I'm in the music business, I always mm-hmm. say. I'm in the music mm-hmm. business. Uh-huh. I uh, make music. I book music. I curate music, I listen to music, I talk about music, I help shows happen. So I'm in the music business. So that's, speaking of, and I want to ask you about this, because we we're going to get into your music um, and as a performer, but you're a guitar tech. Mm-hmm. So that's so fascinating. So what does that mean? So if you watch tennis, you'll see um, like a ball girl or a ball boy that will run across so that they're hitting a ball and then a kid's got a... Or a, a a fast human needs Mm -hmm. to dart across. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what a guitar tech does. So you'll be watching somebody on stage and um, a string will break 
or something will go wrong and then you'll see this shadow that sort of darts across the stage and makes everything good again hopefully um that's what i that's uh what i do wow i mean that's kind of high pressure it's super yeah. high pressure. Oh my I, God. Now, are you are yeah. you it, it specific to venues or to artists? Or I both? was with um, I was specific to uh, Trampled by Turtles for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I started as a guitar tech with them and then moved into I called it a string tech. I was taking care of all the instruments, and then. Um, I was on hand for the Dakota for a brief period of time. Um, I've been working in guitar retail for 30 years, Mm. um, specifically running um, an acoustic department. And so just kind of working on, so I was doing a little bit of tech work, but just basically restringing and and troubleshooting um, at this shop. So for now, I'm not with a specific artist um, Mm -hmm. or venue, but just sort of free range gun for hire yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's super high pressure though sarah like you I've, said so i have to really pick and choose uh who i want to who i want to go into that foxhole with right is there anyone that you've got in mind right is there anyone you'd like yeah. to do that with oh um uh who i would like to do that with um i like to work with acoustic based artists because that's just where i feel most comfortable I've been in the pit with somebody that was a little more electric based and maybe had some higher expectations as to my abilities. And that was a stressful situation that was really helped seal the deal for me where it was like, you know, I'm going to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's- well, who knew? <laughs> like, huh. I, I didn't I, know I, that part. We, that, we all attend a, a bunch of concerts, and you always see those people. And you're yeah. Like, wow, what are they? It's a thing. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. See them all the time. It's so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such an interesting perspective. Um, being a performer, it uh, to be on this other side of it. Like when I first went on tour with Trampled, it helped me um, see the industry in such a different. A unique perspective, because these were friends of mine that I was just like, sure, I'll just hop in the van or on the bus with you. But then to see the level that they had gotten to, which maybe um, we don't see so clearly just here in the Twin Cities. And then for me as an artist to understand what it takes to get to that level, besides just the fact that they're great songwriters and great musicianship but what you need to do to get to that level and that was helpful for me to come back here and say okay well do i want to frankly work that hard at this age um to get to a level that's you know maybe in that realm i I doubtful but it was a it's a it's a unique perspective it's a lot more fun frankly to be uh uh in the pit i think than being on stage the anxiety is is uniquely different right yeah, I'm sure it's very secure, too. I mean, we, we have had a lot of musical guests, and, mm-hmm. and we talk about kind of the grind of art and, mm-hmm. and how it's, you know, we've had a lot of artists, too, I guess. So, um, yeah, that's got to be tough, but this is like a, a way in where you get to do some great stuff and You're be around still, the whole thing. And, yeah, but I, I speak to a lot of um, uh, groups um, just about being in the industry and how you can stay relevant in the industry, and what I always say is like, you're still part of the circus. You know, you might not be uh, the the lion tamer or the ringleader, but you're still part of the, the scene. And for me, 
I love music so much that the whole thing means something to me, all the little parts. And, you know, for some people, it's more about just getting their yayas out to see their name, to mm-hmm. watch themselves on the screen or to read their press releases about themselves, to continually repost about themselves or whatever that is <laughs> ad nauseum. But for me, it's just, I love behind the scenes because it's, it's the still... craftsmanship and the artistry of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when did you start music? As a kid? Later in life? I started later in life. Yeah. Um, I knew that I I loved music. I knew that I wanted to be near the fire. I just didn't, I was too lazy and shy, I think, to really like aggressively go towards it, meaning like actually learn an instrument. Um, So when I finally did pick up the guitar, I was 18 and I didn't, um, I I didn't put the amount of work needed um, until probably like 10 years later. And then I finally actually, uh, yeah, about 10 years later, I finally jumped on stage, and then I've just had a mediocre career since. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, how I pay my bills, though, so uh, <laughs> luckily I'm a all, cheap date. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so your band members, you guys have a pretty long history together, right? Is yeah. That the, and you've been together as a band for how long? Um, how did that come about? And this is the disbelievers. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 That started as a generic name to just whoever I could get to play with me that mm-hmm. night. And uh, luckily, it's it's formed into a core crew. <coughs> um, good work. Thank you. you. Yeah. yeah, good work Do on it. the cough button. The old cough button, button came yeah. in handy. <laughs> wow. I just coughed in the mic. I just, I just faked it. I just yeah, see yeah you did a good job. <laughs> Uh, so we've been together, uh, I would say this incarnation, uh, about 20 years now, wow. um, really more solidified in the past, maybe 15 years. And like I said, it just started as a cover name for whoever I could get to play with me. And, and then I've been very fortunate, um, with this strong core of, of, uh, players, uh, to, to walk this line with me for this long. And we help each other out in all of, like, they, they all have their own bands, and uh, it's it's fun to help out however we can for each other in whatever ways, besides just backing each other up musically. Maybe it's producing records for each other. Maybe it's tour managing, string teching, whatever. I mean, there's a huge music community here. And, yeah. I mean, the more we, we find musicians, I mean, all of... You guys, musicians, are so connected with each other. It's really strong. It is. Yeah, I think it's unique to other um, cities around the country. Mm -hmm. I think we're um, much more community oriented, and and uh, we cross genres and play well nicely together. So you're in St. Paul, eighteen. You're starting to play guitar. Mm -hmm. I mean, did I mean, how did you how did you kind of network yourself? I mean. I started working at a guitar shop. So okay. I started at um, a guitar shop that was in Dinkytown, and this was uh, this is the Legacy Project. So I guess I should be totally straight up about ages and years. But yeah, you, you don't have, you already, don't have to. Well, yeah. you're yet another one of those guests who, like, if I added up all the years, you said. You know, I, yeah. I did this you and did that. So you're much, like 100 yeah. years old, but you're not. You don't look 100 years old. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I was late. I was drawing in my eyebrows. I was drawing in my my youthful eyebrows. Surprised look. Um, I, uh, 
uh, it was actually it was 1989 and I started at a guitar shop in Dinkytown called The Podium and the original owners from like the 60s still owned it you still smoked at the counter uh, it yeah. was still very much oh, of a beatnik space yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, How can I help you today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tap, tap. <laughs> um, so I started there, and that was how I started to network, was just getting to know... Um, I mean, it's so funny. A lot of the guitar players that I, I know now and work with now, you know, were just going to school at the U... Um, or were teaching at the U, and it was it was an interesting time because there was still the folk scene. The Grateful Dead were still playing. There was still a hippie scene, and being on a college campus, that's pretty prevalent. Um, but there was still this holdover from the late '60s and what the scene that was happening at the U of M. Um, during that time, and you know, there's still talk of like Dylan playing across the street and Dylan shopping at that at the guitar store. Uh, so for me, it was very exciting because it was I was sort of in the middle of this of this era that I had read so much about. Dave Ray was shopping there, Tony Glover, Spider John, um, the New Riverside Cafe was happening. So the scene from the West Bank was still was still there. So coming in as a, a young aspiring hippie. Um, it was, I was in the perfect spot. Yeah. That's kind of the way I remember my youth too, was that there was still, there was modernity kind of coming in, Mm -hmm. but there were all these holdouts of like, that felt like 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, just clung on forever. In fact, I I spent a lot of time up in Bemidji and there's a lot of, a lot about that town that did not change at all for a long time. Frozen in time. frozen in time. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like what you did there with that. (laughs) Totally frozen. Yeah. (laughs) They thawed out in the spring. Yeah. Still slow moving, though. Yeah, I went to school up there, too, uh, to BSU, and they, you know, there's a network of tunnels under the whole city. Wow. Well, under the whole campus, I should Mm -hmm. say, because it's so miserably cold up there in the winter, but... Yeah. But anyway, yeah. What? So you're at the guitar shop. So when you started working, did you have this knowledge already, or is it something you're working and you're gaining knowledge from there, and that became your education? I was just learning. I, I, um, when I was, uh, I don't maybe a junior or senior in high school. I remember my brother. Um, played a record for me my parents went out of town and he handed me something to alter my mind and he said I want you to take this and now I want you to listen to this and he played uh this sounds great he played uh, it was a chess records uh compilation record called Wizards of the South Side and the song that he put on was Willie Dixon's Mellow Down Easy and I don't know what hit me quicker what was in my hand or what was going into my ears. But I knew at that moment that my life was changing. It was like earth shaking. Mm-hmm. I remember dancing around the living room with him. He was a couple years older than me. And uh, there was another artist there, David Pittman, who's a great painter. And uh, I remember the three of us just, you know, really like celebrating this music. And then everything just started to, it was just this earthquake. Mm. And then I think while that same weekend when my parents were gone, you know, here's the Grateful Dead and this is, here are the doors and here's Muddy Waters and here's Bonnie Raitt. And that was the changing moment. Like it just, it still is so like, Seminal. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. great. That's awesome that so, you can remember kind of that. Yeah. It was and that, that your older brother did, did yeah. your solid there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and then when I moved over to Dinkytown and I started at this store, I moved into this house. It was called the Granola House. And there was this Grateful Dead cover band in town. They were called the Goonie Birds. They're still around, lovely humans. And they had been in this house for a few years and it was time for them to move on. And so uh, myself and, and three of my girlfriends took over the Granola House. It was over on 7th and 14th and just a couple of blocks from Dinkytown. And when I went up into and I chose my bedroom, there was four records sitting there. And um, this person who has now moved on in life, his name is Steve Remler, he passed on a few years ago, had left these records. And one was the band's greatest hits, mm-hmm. uh, Van Morrison, uh, Astral Weeks, um, uh, The Doors, uh, like a greatest hits. And uh, I think it was a Grateful Dead record. But I remember the first thing I moved in was this record player and putting the needle down and it was The Weight, and that was the first song. And the band literally, like, that was the next uh, chapter, the next step in that life of, this is the music that I love. This is the community and how it all works together. I love all of that. Now, how do I start to form this and, be, and become closer to it? Wow. So are you taking guitar lessons? No, I was trying to teach. Yeah, I was self-taught. I play upside down. My father played that way. So when I was growing up, I watched him play, and that just seemed I was I'm left-handed as as is he, and so it just felt normal. Right. Um, Wait a minute. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. What you does play, that mean? <laughs> you play. Oh, wait, I know. See, I yeah, you have that to play. You, you, you play. You you're to, playing a right-handed guitar, yeah. and yeah. you play upside down. Yeah. Huh. So when people no um, are holding a guitar, the neck of the guitar is in their left hand. Um, for me, I, when I pick it up, the neck of the guitar is in my right hand, and the strings are still this. Uh, just yeah, upside yeah. down. Oh. So that's how I learned. Uh, I'm not yeah. kidding. Jim's like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, got that. I mean, it's. It, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you can't buy a left-handed yeah. guitar, or if you just or, you choose know, not to. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just like yeah, flip it upside down. Yeah. And so you just you just have to play. I mean, kind of reteacher. <laughs> I, I know nothing. I don't know. Because yeah. people ask. I think it's like if you were um, learning to drive in England mm-hmm. versus the United States. Sure. And so when people say, "Well, isn't it hard to if the clutches on the other side or the gas pedal?" It's like I don't know. That's just that's just how I learned. Mm-hmm. And when I went in, and it just latched on in my brain that way. Sure. So your dad played guitar. Is yeah, what you're saying. yeah. So you you grew up in a little bit of a music. A thing? little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did he just play for sort of fun, or did he was he in a band? Or anything? he played in a contemporary uh, at, we at a Catholic church. He led the like the contemporary mass it was like ten thirty. Oh, the yeah. late the late mass. That's a big. The contemporary mass <laughs> the, was always the big deal. It was a big yeah, deal. They're taking that a little stuff. bit of, little bit of chances with the music. Exactly. You know? right. <laughs> So a lot of uh, a lot of um, John Denver and James Taylor and bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So did he kind of? I mean, so so was he teaching you a little bit too? Or? Oh God, no. No. <laughs> no. But you just watched, right? Yeah, I just okay. I just watched and wrapped cables, which okay. also goes into my love tech. of just being you oh, know, tech. Yeah. My love of wrapping stages. cables developed at <laughs> nine years old. Oh. Probably, I love that stuff. It's fun, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, I'm in construction, so it's always it's different types of cables. It's true, though. But yeah, I, I, like neatly organized, uh-huh. precise workspace. Oh, God, it's uh-huh. Neatly organized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Jim and I have that. I don't have it. You're um, you're kind of tidy. Yeah, I'm, 
you know, yeah, we, with we, certain things. Yeah. I wish we could just take, a, I don't know if you film this, if there's hidden cameras. No, but we don't. You can kind of get an idea of just sort of looking around. You know, yeah, yeah just, a a messy one. just a little, <laughs> little glimpse. <laughs> I've been told. Yeah, I've Jim's. Uh, I love his paints. I always, I always yeah. find that kind of funny that there's so many of them over there. You and probably they, know where you know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah, I know exactly where they. Yeah. are. just like I know where every CD is. You, yeah, you oh, for sure. Right, but not right. organized. Right. Any organization. Yeah. No, he has amazed us a couple of times by saying, when we've had artists in musicians like oh i i have that cd like from 30 years ago yeah bullshit oh, yeah. Yeah. bullshit right. jim yeah. you don't have that and he's like and he goes over and finds it yeah and it's up there and i'm like right here it is and everyone's <laughs> just astonished yeah. where are the because, cassette tapes i know you have them in here oh you know oh, what i have to i have to say I so i switched studios about three years ago okay. and i got, oh. i just i had oh. to cleanse you did the thing i did yeah. and and i I, do I regret it a little bit? You know, we got to get but, a record player in here. But, we need a record player. But yeah, I time. couldn't hang on to everything. I, I just you. couldn't do it. And, yeah. you know, after a while, those tapes, like even if I put them in, because we do have a cassette stereo over I there. I knew it. Yeah, yeah you see? Oh, yeah, I see it. And that's a, <laughs> I see it. It's a dock and yeah. tape in there, <laughs> just to let everyone know. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> right. I mean, some things don't die. <laughs> right. That's true. That's so, true. Um, <laughs> tape might, but Doc right. won't. <laughs> no, Doc won't. Oh, my God. Lives forever. But uh, some of those tapes just unraveled every yeah. time I try to play them. <laughs> so, so that's just in there for, you know. Good measure. Yeah, good measure. I was about to get rid of, I, I got rid of a lot of them, but I still, and because I'm a uh, recovering deadhead, um, I still have a lot of my tapes. Deadhead. We'll see. Kind of. I don't yeah. know. I kind of lapsed recently. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Day at a time. But uh, I got an Ikea, Ikea couch, yeah. and it's one of those that has like a hidden storage, and I lifted it up, and I looked at all this space, and I was like, hello, tapes. Yeah. So all of my tapes are like shoved in there. So happy. Do you yeah. get to listen to them? Well, that's. I was afraid that that was going to be the next question. I have, well, my car, thankfully, has a tape deck. And Ooh. so I just, I have like my favorite ones, and then I'll throw it in. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is cool. It is. It's very so cool. Let me ask what's in your car now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you oh, listening yeah. to? Ry Cooter. Uh, Ry Cooter, another one of my favorite guitar players um, that my dad actually turned me on to when I was uh, around that same time of the Willie Dixon. Uh, Bop Till You Drop, Ry Cooter. And okay. also uh, Joni Mitchell um, uh, and uh, uh, David Bowie, uh, the one with Andy Warhol. Uh, 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 <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. terrible at that stuff. Yeah. I should know that one. I know. And I'm and I'm like, wow. okay, I'll look it up. Hang on. I couldn't. What's rem- your guilty pleasure? What do you oh. what What don't you want to admit that you listen mm-hmm. to? Oh, is it, do you have something just sort of like yikes? I'm just going to turn the volume down so no one catches me. Um, like Millie <laughs> yeah. Vanilli or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. No, that's a fair <laughs> question. I'm trying to think of what I. Because I just, everything you've listed is yeah. so... You can't find fault with any of that. Yeah. It's so oh, good. Well, thanks. I'm just wondering I, if you have a... Um, gosh, I, you know, I, I, I don't really because I want to be very proud of music. Mm-hmm. And I, um, for the last few years, I've been teaching yoga basically so that I can just be a DJ and just still mm. make people... Well, A, get to tell people what to do. <laughs> yeah. And B, um, I just want to make mixtapes. 
Um, and so I got to listen to, like, I started listening to like a lot of like, like electronic stuff. Um, oh, I'm not a, 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 I'm not like a unicorn yoga teacher. I'm like a, a fun yoga teacher. Like you can yeah, smoke I, if you I want. Was, I'm oh. kidding. You don't. You don't. I'm, okay. Jim's like, oh. Well, I'm going. Well, I'm, yeah. Sam's oh, going. Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Drinking so, and smoking and yoga. Yeah. That's my kind of yoga. Seriously. Yeah. The retox detox. So you're not um, in core power or anything like that? No, but I practice at core power. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's where I went that's through my training. Right. That's okay. how you get to be 100 years old, but don't actually look 100, <laughs> right? A lot of that's, hot wow, yoga. I don't know. That's the, yeah, yeah, that's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, I can't think of a guilty pleasure off who, the top of my head. Who did okay. you say Andy Warhol was playing with? With David Bowie. No, it was the, it's the song oh, it's, Andy Warhol. Um, it's a David Bowie. Yeah, it's on the record. Um, um, I don't know. I'm looking at. I see Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> and the spiders from Andy place. Warhol looks a stream hang him on the wall. Andy Warhol silver stream can't tell him apart at all. And it's like a stomp, clap, oh. stomp, clap, and the twelve string. Yeah. A little oh. bit of musical in, interlude there. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you need to lay down a live track now. <laughs> I, sorry. No. It doesn't really no, happen very it. often. I loved it. No, we love it. Um, yeah, David Bowie, Andy Warhol. Got Anything, it? Sam? You've been over uh, there. Well, what am I looking minutes. for? <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. The album? Hunky Dory. Hunky Dory. Oh, man. Thank you, Internet. Thank you. So wow, that was a big fail on all of our part. <laughs> Can we well, edit that I, out? I'm embarrassed for myself. Listen, I, I don't. You don't have to be. I don't claim right. to be good at music history. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I, my clearly, uh, I don't either anymore. <laughs> I thought I was okay, but do you ever do a, uh, good. music trivia, or do you ever do trivia? No, I I'm so intimidated, but I want to. <gasps> it's just fun. Yeah, you know. 331 has good. They do. Yeah. I have to say. So I, we um, love that place. It's such we a love that place. place. <laughs> so my older sister is the one that, between her and my dad, got me really into music. But I think I know a lot. She knows more. Mm. So when we go and play with a group, and then Maggie and I will go off and form our own team. And everyone's like, no, no, it's not What's fair. your team's name? Oh, I don't, it depends on. Okay. Yeah. It changes? Changes. Okay. Wonder but we plan. take it pretty seriously. I mean, I'm not competitive, but right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Trivia, and it's just fun. Maybe yeah. He's awfully you know. good at Molly, what are you working on right now as far as music? I'm finishing up a record that I started about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, I just uh, was, that was another reason why I was uh, late today, was um, we're like literally at the last two tracks. And I mean, this has been really going on for five years. Life. (laughs) (laughs) Life and I don't care anymore. I mean, not that I don't care, not that I've given up, but I I felt no, there's no urgency anymore. Whatever has happened is going to happen. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I learned that at core power. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you make an album at all is awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. We started this record like I said, five years ago and we were almost like we tracked it in a couple of days and I just went back and listened to it and was like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even listen to this. This doesn't even reflect who I am. I've already made this record. Um, so screw it. And then I'm glad that I waited because new songs developed and just new ideas happened and just even meeting new people and just the experiences that I needed to get to this, this place because I've put out things before that I probably had should have taken or I should have taken more time with mm-hmm. it and um but then didn't because for whatever reason and I'm really glad that I have with this one. I'm actually I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Good. Well now I am too. 
good yeah it's so it's super uh it's super self-indulgent there's a lot of instrumentals um but it's just something that i want to listen to late at night when i'm sitting on my back stoop looking at the moon yeah god that sounds great i know (laughs) i know we've been so lucky to have uh musicians come through it's really opened my eyes to new things and new music and yeah uh we are 30 some minutes in so let's take a quick 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 break quick little break yeah. I think Jim's got to pee. I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> no one needs to know. Yeah, no that. one needs to know that, but I do. I've had. No. Today's show is brought to you by the Andalin app, a first of its kind digital legacy preservation app that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin, available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andolin.app for more information. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation. Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit packsimply.com. Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. All right. Do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started. For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit LegacyMattersPodcast.com. Party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, like, I'm I'm still hooked in the 80s, if you <laughs> haven't noticed. So. <laughs> you, at least you still have your hair, assuming. Yeah, oh, yeah, not, yeah. It, no, it's, it's yeah. legit. It, uh, ooh, just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's falling out, but. <laughs> it's thinning. It's thinning. Yeah, yeah. No, yours is good. We're good. Yeah, yeah that's a thick head of hair you got there. Yeah. Well, thanks. It's the second growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am recording. All right. Oh, well, welcome I know, back. He always loves to do that. Just pop on. Well, in. I don't. I don't know where to start. I know, but I like that. It gives yeah a little flavor to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not we're not trying to be more polished than we are. Can this I? Is, this can is I, what we are. Just quickly say, yesterday the three of us had like a just a regroup day and. I just laughed so hard the whole day because everything was dumb and stupid, it and was. I went home and my stomach hurt. Oh, that's a good, you know, that's a good so, day. So good. Ruin your eye so makeup. Gloomy you know? yesterday and it was rainy gloomy. And We're just regrouping yeah. and yeah, it was a perfect. That day. was fun. Strategizing. Anyway, yeah. So we left off with a new album, Molly. Yeah. Yes. So how many people are on the new album? Who's? Um, you, have a, you have a variety rotating. Yeah, is a definite variety. Guests? Yeah. Um, I you know the the last. 
a couple of records have been Molly Mayer and her Disbelievers, again, the blanket name. But this one I'm just putting out as me because there's so many people that have stepped in uh, to help out in all sorts of ways over the years. I mean, we're working on tracks today that we recorded four years ago, and we haven't touched in four years. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, rotating cast. I've got... um, yeah, just a lot of musicians in right. town um, and a mus- couple of musicians that live in Mexico City. That, another story. Well, <laughs> well let's, How did that come about? Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't say that and then say another story. Well, uh, I mean, how, like... I guess this you, is the time. Like, what does that mean this is exactly? This storytelling hour. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. what I do. Well, one of the other things I do in the, uh, in the music business is... Um, I've started a guitar festival. I started it uh, through the city of St. Paul about eight years ago called the Lower Town Guitar Festival. And then um, it was, for other reasons, it was starting to fizzle out. And then I reconnected with a great musician that was from here originally, and now he lives in Mexico City, named Todd Clauser. And we have re-energized the Lower Town Guitar Festival in doing so, um, I've latched on to a project that Todd has started in Mexico City called Music Missions, and we've become a nonprofit. Um, and he introduced me to a couple of musicians in Mexico City. One is Uraida Noriega, so she is on the new record, as well as Todd Clauser. Okay. Awesome. I well, got, there you go. I got you, there you in like, yeah. like, yeah, like 90 seconds. Very St. Paul. I mean, you represent once again with yeah. St. Paul, too. Yeah, I even, have a, I even had a St. Paul jersey made just for myself. Oh, yeah. right on. Um, Has the mayor acknowledged you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, in fact we might uh, know the old one, Chris. Chris. I think we're yeah. getting he's together tonight. He's supposed to be a guest. Yeah, oh, he's coming on. Oh, you have on. to have him. He's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we've we've reached out and he's uh, gotten back to us. And that's another Chris Oscar. You're, you're having dinner with him tonight? Uh, well, beers, but beers. yeah. Beers. Same well, let's get sandwich that's and every more, beer. more exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just saying. I, I have a question and I don't. I don't want it to be, I'm just asking an honest question, okay? I just, I don't want to be offensive in any way. I, what's the expectation when you put out an album? Mm-hmm. Like, like realistically, what do you expect out of that? Because it's so interesting to me that everybody that puts out albums. And that is great. such a great question. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think everybody should ask themselves that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it should be written on everybody's mirror. When they wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and look at themselves and say, why am I making this? What are yeah, your like expectations? What, what are you really yeah. hoping to get out no, of No, dude, this? I totally think about that. Yeah. That's a great question. Oh, good. Um, one is that I want to, again, something that I feel comfortable listening to. Like, I want to listen to it a lot. Um, and then I want to get better paying shows out of it. Mm. So I need to okay. perpetuate my business um, because right now I been somehow somehow gliding on a record i put out about seven or eight years ago and it's great when you put out a record you get this little buzz and then people want to book you and maybe they'll pay you a little bit more money than you made the last time you played and maybe more people will come and then you'll sell more records and you'll be able to pay your band a little bit better (coughs) and the wheels on the bus keep going round and round Mm -hmm. that's a great question okay Hmm. yeah i mean it's because we were talking about uh our listenership on Mm -hmm. on this podcast and i like i don't know what my expectations are for it or how to even manage that because we we keep doing these live shows and we'll keep doing them, um, but how we get people in the door, like right. how we make it into something bigger, I just don't really know. This is not my world. But I think, do you have fun when you make these? Oh, we have a great time. 
So I say start with that. And that's ultimately my goal is like to have fun. Do I feel good when I'm playing and making music with my friends? All of the of good. Of course you do. Yeah. 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 But I didn't for a while. So I um, took a break and, <clears throat> and, and refocused. So like, do you guys, you obviously have fun when you're here in this really fun clubhouse. <laughs> fort. I love how she calls it a clubhouse. Or fort. Yeah. It's really fort. more of a it's, fort, it I think. Is. It's, it's a honeycomb hideout. Yeah. I like okay. Yeah. All right. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. So is it fun? Does it feel good? Mm-hmm. Um, does it feel new? Like when you write new or when I write new songs and then take them out for the first time to play them or the first 50 times to play them, um, do I get that little feeling like when I listen to Willie Dixon and, and Mellow Down Easy? If the answers all point towards yes or work towards yes, then I'm me- meeting my expectations. That's awesome. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, we, uh, Dan Israel was a guest and he's putting out, what is 14th? 15th. 15th? Yeah. yeah. I've heard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Everyone's it's heard. It's all over the place. Yeah. He 15th is good. Album. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So he, yeah. who hears your first, like when you're writing a new song, who hears it first? Mm. Eric Koskinen. Yeah? Yep. Eric Koskinen. Um, he produces everything. He's my, I call him my music partner. He doesn't refer to me that way. He doesn't need a music partner. <laughs> but he's my uh, musical brother. I come to him with my ideas. He helps me shape them. Um, he, We've played together so much and for so long and have had so many conversations that it really doesn't take much for him to get what's in my head mm-hmm. and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's it's just it's so funny in fact working on this record when we were sitting and mixing or if I'm adding a part or I want a part I really don't even need to put into words what it is and all of a sudden he just kind of makes it happen you know years ago when I think we both were in different parts in our life you know we'd kind of battle it out a little bit um, basically always saying the same things but just had to you know pound our chest louder more i don't know but um (laughs) now it's just it's super effortless so that's who hears it first okay Okay. it's the yoga yeah it's mellowed you out (laughs) (laughs) i've learned acceptance yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's a rare um that's kind of a rare gift to have that collaboration with somebody right Mm -hmm. yeah to find that i think the three of us have that Mm -hmm. you know and you just happen to stumble upon it and you recognize it and you can't put it into words, but like you're talking about um, uh, just under, like you and I, well, all the oh, three yeah. of us. And it's like, no, this is what we're thinking. And then we can just make it right. happen. You two connect over craziness more than... Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need to have that uh, you know. yeah. that three-sided ball. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you really do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I roll in here and, yeah. and I'm like... Oh shit! What He's have they like, been talking about? You two. can tell they're yeah, <laughs> they're talking deep into crazy. aliens and well, <laughs> all kinds of whatever shit. <laughs> Death. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, Jim's well, favorite topic. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. well, it's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. happen. So that's, that's everybody's fate. That's yeah. for right. sure. Yes. I have a friend who is a death doula. Oh, oh, which which Jane one? Jane Whitlock? Have you heard? Oh. No. no, no, oh, but you know this is a thing now. Yeah, we, well, we had we a, actually oh, did, did a we podcast. We did. Katie Ufus. Yeah. Katie Ufus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. Plus you've got still one. kicking here too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Jane Whitlock, she's uh, she's a certified death doula in town, um, and she's with a group of women that are are uh, helping. Um, uh, I was going to say energize the death 
the dying process. Uh, yeah. But but trying to help people who are trying to take control over their deaths, right? Which is so common now as people are more cancers are are prevalent and people are yeah trying to take control over their legacy and and how they go out. So yeah, right. Well, that's something uh, we talk a lot about around here with oh. our. I mean, that's you know our Andalin app is a mm-hmm. memory preservation thing mm-hmm. and and kind of a decluttering like save the memories but don't. You can get rid of all the stuff. If yeah. You want. And right. uh, we talked about that with, with Katie. Yeah. Another death doula. I'm sure they know each other. I'm sure. I think yeah. there's yeah. like yeah. five of them. Community. Well, there's yeah. five of them in the country. And then yeah. they have this. And then here, <laughs> right. there's like this crew of them that all specialize in other in certain things and that. Yeah. Yeah. And she she talked to, uh, about the death cafes. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. picturing like yep. people sitting around with pie and cup talking of coffee about and death. talking about death. It's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good Well, it stuff. should be a positive conversation. It can it should, be. It should be. It, it should yeah. be, right? And I think the more you talk about it and... The more comfortable you are. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. We're doing our part a little bit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> maybe, we'll, I'm like, maybe we'll reach out to... What to, inspires uh, your songwriting, Molly? Like, what do you... What inspires you? Like, when you're writing a song, like a story, like you're... Um, I Besides, think, I mean, life, I suppose. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was trying to spin ground, this, like, I wonder if we could breaking. go positive now, like, yeah. with groundbreaking to life. Yeah. Well, life inspires uh, most everything, doesn't it? it well, so does <laughs> well, death. So does, yeah, death <laughs> sure. inspires me. Um, yeah, so, to be, so um, I went through, there was a period, uh, a few years ago, I lost my brother, and that death... Uh, really helped shape this record and that's why it took so long because I needed to go through that experience mm-hmm. um, so you know just going through like little little things that people say to you throughout the day that's usually a start of a song for me um, and some things that he had said to me you know just random thoughts that come in and then I just try to get them down and then kind of wait for the music or find the music that's gonna um, uh, be the vehicle for whatever that is. And sometimes it's not even words. Maybe it was just an idea and then an instrumental comes out. Whereas before I would be like, nope, I got to write a song and here's the bridge and here's the chorus and better get that hook because that's going to make <laughs> right. all the money. And now I just, I'd rather just have something that um, for me stands for something uh, meaningful instead of just trying to get it out there. So again, that's why this record means so much to me. Right. And when do you have a release date or an idea of when you want to release? Um, I think we're going to release it at the end of um, four years ago. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I was thinking about that. I was like, whoa, I got to, what? Think about what? (laughs) (laughs) Math. We're like, yeah. We went in the time machine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're going to put it out, I believe, at the end of March. Okay. I'm going to Mexico City, my husband and I, for uh, like six to seven weeks in January. Oh, good um, we're going to do a little music mission down there with mm-hmm. Todd. I'm going to play some shows down there. And so I wanted to just kind of wait. I don't want to rush anything. And we're just finishing up website and videos. And it's not called show fun. It's show, show business. And so I'm right. just trying to yeah. finish up the business. To, and yeah. what is the music mission? What is the What particular things are you doing? Um. So Todd had started this a few years ago as a philanthropic deal, and now, as I said, we're making this um, uh, nonprofit, uh, going into underserved communities in the Central Americas and um, bringing instruments as well as performance and running workshops. So 
Todd's already been doing this, like going into places in Oaxaca uh, or in Veracruz and maybe going for a weekend and getting donated instruments and then, you know, getting some of the folks in town to learn how to play some music, maybe learn how to jam and then doing a performance or um, clinics, that sort of thing. I've got... uh I've got some really good friends down in Mexico City. That, Let's talk about that. Yeah. Seriously. I'll get you good. hooked up with them awesome. from my years at camp. Mm. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. What camp? Uh, camp Chippewa. It was a small boys camp, private boys camp up okay. near Bemidji. Oh, cool. Did you go to camp? No, I, uh, no, but I've been a camp director, or I was a camp director up until a year ago uh, in Maui for uh, about six years for cancer survivors. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was, I was only that? an assistant director. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, lowly no, no, assistant no, no, no. director. Never a competition. Just, yeah. <laughs> not, no, I'm not a one-up person. No, Just, no, no, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, uh, I mean, that's a big formative part of my life is, is this time that I spent with this camp. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I, I run a nonprofit now that is endeavoring to uh, start camps. So Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pulling out threads. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I want to know more about that. Yeah, great. Well, yeah. we can talk about that after. But okay. So how did that start in Maui? Um, there was, uh, I had uh, I had breast cancer nine years ago. And um, there's a, a kind of a new organization, or in, uh, sorry, a new movement that's happening amongst young cancer survivors. And when I say young cancer survivors, that's people between the ages of 18 to 40. And it's trying to, um, there's sort of adventure camps. There's a lot of organizations around the country now that are starting this. And this was, a, this was uh, the second of many of these, com- uh, these camps that were starting up. It's called Project Koru, and it was started by a group of kiteboarders who wanted to do something with some grief that they were experiencing. So they harnessed that energy and turned it into a surf and stand-up paddle camp to help people regain balance after their treatments. So um, I went there at camp number two as a guinea pig, basically, and um, went back as a volunteer. And then 25 camps later, um, well, I was there for about 25 to 28 camps and as the camp director. And how long were the the sessions or the, each the session was a week long okay. and so i would go in the spring and in the fall and i would generally run uh two camps in the spring and three camps in the fall so i would have a staff of five people and then um uh 15 campers and they would come for a week and we would stay in these little cabins and take them surfing and stand a paddle and it was just a great metaphor for them to reset and re- just reset and regain confidence after they've gone through that, That's yeah, that awesome. shithole of a fucking mm-hmm. fuckwad of yeah, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> so That's yeah, what we hear. It's not. Uh you know, we don't make light of cancer, but no, uh, it's, but you can. I mean, that's it's, you can. I, I mean, mean, it's out there. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? It's it's so. I mean, it's just we. It, I mean, not to take a big turn here, but I mean, it's it's a very common thing. Everyone's mm-hmm. lives have been touched by it, Absolutely. and um, you know, it's a scary word, but um, it's not all. It, there's, it's it's not all a death sentence. And if oh, it is a death not. sentence, well, then we got death doulas to help you through that. Mm. Right. There you go. One-stop shop. Yep. <laughs> so so this is a 
w- silly question maybe but you know so you're in maui doing mm-hmm. this i mean do you know how to surf no uh-uh. okay <laughs> in fact i have a huge fear of uh i love swimming in the ocean but i have abnormal fear of sharks and water uh-huh. zombies yes oh no it's I'm not abnormal. Right. yeah <laughs> I'm totally with you oh man you're talking there's, to there's the crowd yeah. in that big body of water yeah there's some shit down there um but it's also so no i didn't know how to surf and um i'm still I mean, not a great surfer Saint paul yeah. i was thinking like and you're like well For i sure. do this thing in maui and i'm like oh wow you know how to yeah. surf huh paddle you know stand up paddle thing yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's all over that's, the place these yeah. days well we work with uh we work with um instructors out there thankfully right. and then i'm just sort of i sort of stand by as a coach Manage. yeah okay. and right. uh drive them and make sure they've got snacks sure. and yeah <laughs> okay you know, okay. if they've survived cancer, then the next thing is trying to survive a camp with me. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about. Uh, I've, I had a client friend who's. Uh, I think they met through spouses of survivors yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah, survivors. Yeah. Yep. And uh, caretakers. Yep. Yeah. We talked about um, about doing. And so I do wilderness adventures. Oh. I guide people out into, you know, well, I've taken a bunch of trips up to Hudson Bay and oh, wow. whatever. So canoeing. And I've thought about going down that avenue to taking survivors out because I think disconnecting mm-hmm. from everything for a week mm-hmm. or more really gets you, it tends to set your head in a different path, a totally. different direction. So. Yeah, and that's what I mean is like reset your balance and reset yep. your compass, if you will. Um, when you're going through all of that shit and, you know, you've got your mom and your caretakers and there's just, you're spending so much time taking care of their feelings. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the whole deal is like the new normal. And, uh, so you're like, everyone's like, great, you're all better. You're done. (laughs) Yay. Because we really need for you to be better because that was a lot for us. And then you're like, God, it's so weird. Like my hair's growing back, but I don't feel better. And this doesn't feel normal anymore. And I don't understand what normal is and how the hell do I do that? And so taking someone away from the their natural environment mm-hmm. into the natural environment for a week is a really great way to just... Absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk. All right. All right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I like Good. that. So this is where you did the podcast, you said. We asked if you had done a podcast. Yes. Right, yeah. Okay. How did that... Yeah. How did... I, I wish we, we got were there. there. Sitting on a beach. <laughs> we in got Maui. there. Yep. Yeah. It all comes it around. All, it comes it does. around. <laughs> uh, one of our counselors started a podcast called Sick Boy. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in Canada. And um, he has cystic fibrosis. I can never say that correctly. Cystic fibrosis. Thank you. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so he decided he wanted to start a podcast to talk about people who are living with disease and speak to it in a way that is not uncomfortable. So um, I was on episode, I think, 13 or something, and now they've got hundreds of them, and uh, they're, they go all over Canada, and they do live podcasts. Um, it, they, they speak to it with humor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so we did ours um, at camp and just sitting uh, next to the water mm-hmm. while the campers were sleeping. Yeah, it's, it's awful. So, so just to moon. kind of recap, yeah. when you came in, Molly, we were like, so have you ever done a podcast? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. 
And we're like, okay. And you're like on the beach of Maui. And now she rubbed it and in right away. And then, I she, and then she acted like she wasn't. The honeycomb hideout just <laughs> seemed a little weak. Just, oh, yeah, no. we're missing this something. Is, no, you're not. This is lovely. This is lovely. <laughs> yep, rubbing it in. Nope. Maui. No, oh, I'm oh, kidding. No. You were good. Yeah, so what do you uh, what do you do for fun around town? Um, eat. I love eat. Mm. Oh my god, my husband and I are so into food right now. It's Your like foodies. Our, yeah, our new psychedelics. Nice. Yeah, because I don't have the energy to do psychedelics anymore. <laughs> so I'd rather just like eat and go to sleep. Um, yeah, we. It, this is actually while I was sick. Um, it, it was you know it's if you. have when you're going through that, you you lose your appetite, and so I started watching Chopped, and I was really not into food before that. We would watch Chopped and really got into that show, and then when I went to this first camp, there was a chef there who still goes there, and he's an incredible human being, and his mission is to serve people like you know good soul food through his soul. So I got into food through him and just understanding the what how you can feel when you eat something and how you can make things good. So uh, we eat and then now we're starting to cook more and just learning how to do that. So that's what I do for fun. Um, well, that favorite, is fun. Favorite restaurants um, in town? I love uh, Maritage um, in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Where's that again? I, oh my God. I knew that was so funny. I was somewhere like, east of here. I'm like watching like hands move. Like, <laughs> right, right. ready it down. Oh my God, we have a Are they changing, a, it's changing the station? Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of that place? <laughs> I know the Lexington in St. Paul. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. God, they make a great martini. Right. That's the other they thing I like do, to do for fun. Do. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a go. good is, Sarah you would like that you've never been there mm-hmm. alright oh. so, so you got one in St. Paul you got another favorite place yeah um, I love well I love young Joni I'm trying yeah. to just appeal right to you guys always and <laughs> represent we love, we love young Joni don't yeah. get me wrong but their reservation system I've been back here oh. for two years every time we try Blows. to make a reservation we're booked out six months I'm like are you really that's, love yeah. Yeah. Love are yeah. you so really? you know what the trick is because my sister's going to go tomorrow night with a uh, with her husband, just get there right at four or five and oh. you just sit at the bar. Yeah, I was yeah. going right? to say, sit just at the bar. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I do. I hover yeah. while people yeah. are finishing. With oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm No that shame. Guy. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll hover. even say, like, excuse me, but I see you're this almost done. <laughs> so can I uh, get your seat? And they're like, sure. And you're such a nice guy. They're like, no problem. Yeah, it, yeah. It I mean, like it works. Unintimidating. Nice yeah. Yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I'm sure you can, you know, fluff up when yeah. you're like. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I do. I yeah. do. But yeah. I will say, though. No my, one notices the fluff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alma would be right. My, like, right. Alma is yeah. the best. Uh, yeah. Alma, the best. Yeah. Like, anything, whether it's a, yeah, a croissant or just, God, it's so good. So Alma. Have we been there, Jim? Mm-mm. Why does it sound okay? It's it's nearby. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's up the real road. close. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. I'm. We do have uh, Kieran's kitchen oh, here. Oh, Kieran. Oh, yeah, that's open. Uh, last yeah. Friday. When was he here? Last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. He brought uh, for us whatever in reason. That. Go ahead. He brought us in sandwiches and donuts, <gasps> and so we popped over there last week yeah. to have lunch, and we're like, that was holy a, smokes. That was oh. Fun. Good. Good you stuff. guys should you try should that. I'm going to go over after this. They have alcohol. Uh, and there yeah. We go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super okay. good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We're in. Uh, 
I don't know why we've had such a hard time getting restaurateurs in as guests. I mean, we had Kieran. That, that helps. But every time I reach out, it's like, uh, you know, everybody who comes on generally has some sort of self-promotion that they need to do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And restaurants need Which be a promoting. Fit. Yeah, they do. Yeah. and But when we reached out to... Uh, Chefs and restaurateurs. Don't we, name any names. No, I know. We go off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you I'll some. tell you who I don't like. Okay. No, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. great. I don't like. There's a <laughs> Hit the cough switch. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not bagging Boycotting, on actually. Oh. oh. You do boycott. I do boycott. He gets his feelings hurt. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what I boycott over. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is actually funny. <laughs> a shitty poor. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, I'm at a nice place. This is kind of a foodie town. And you've got someone, you know, measuring the wine pour, right? Yeah, right? right. Oh and my then, God. and then, you know, fucking it up too. Yeah, you know, like I'm like, really? Is it really gonna put you over? Do yeah, you understand you, the tip that uh, we'll get? Yeah, right? you and, just go a little yeah, bit higher. Yeah. So I, much. I have to say, yeah. I have boycotted a couple places. One in particular that I have been a. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> no, uh, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. We want to stay in their good graces. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm on the, I am on the cusp oh. right now. We'll, we'll you. wait. We'll wait till after. It is. I was a bartender at Filio just oh. just for a while, uh, before it all went to shit. Yeah. But uh, and I got it. It's like so opposite, so contrary to what we knew. Right. Because I don't know if you remember, but at oh. Filio, like it was like. Glug, glug, right. glug, oh, glug, yeah. glug, glug, like you just kept yeah. pouring. Yeah. Right. You know. And oh, it didn't, yeah, they had that, like, I mean, the wine there. Oh, I mean, a martini was yeah. was 14 oh, right. ounces of alcohol or something. Right. Like, ridiculous. And right. so was uh, wine, like, they, yeah. no one ever gave us a hard time over pouring it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. That, yeah. For sure. It was a great place. Lots, lots of good I knew stuff I recognized you. Easy that I had cancer. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. And, and you the know what? Days. When you're a yeah. regular, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. when you're a regular at a place like I am, yeah, right. you know, That's, every yeah. once in a while, it's like, yes. hey, you know what? Good to see you. This one's on us. Well, I love you know? being the regular. And, and we a little goes a long little way. bit more. Right. Yeah. We had a lot of discretion. We had two... Each bartender had kind of two accounts that you could, uh, let's see, it was a spill tab mm. and then oh a uh, friends and family mm. or, you know, regulars, mm-hmm. right. like comp tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, during the course of an evening, you could, you know, management encouraged you to mm-hmm. put on those two tabs, maybe a hundred bucks or 200 bucks that worth of far. drinks. You know, it goes, yeah. Far, yeah. it goes a long ways because your regulars, they come in and you're like, no, this one's on me. Don't worry about it. Right. You yeah. know, and. And, and then it always reflects in the tip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they, they did a brisk business because of did that. Did you get right. tipped well? I got tipped super well. Were you a good bartender? Horrible. Why? Could you well, talk no, too much? Not horrible. <laughs> I was, did you, ta- did you talk were, too much? I did, yeah. So yeah. If, if there were, you know, 30 or 40 seats around right. the, the bar at Filio, yeah. uh, I worked with Glenn. Glenn was, and Sean Girl. And, and your wife. Yeah, she was a waitress. But still. You know. but, and my oh sister, my that's how I know Sam. Oh, this is God. all back in the day. Yeah. But anyway. Oh but if there were, you know, if there were 40 people at the bar, I they would put me got... in charge of like six. Yeah, because you would get oh. lost. Yeah. He's kind of a talker. I just can't help it. I talk. But from the six, I would extract as many tips as, sure. as the other person. So like Glenn always liked working with me. He's like, don't worry. I'll take care of all, yeah. all this yep, business. You but you do your thing pocket. on the end down there. Give me Sam. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a spill Molly. tab? Yeah. Okay. That's what they used to call me in high school. What, spill tab? Did you have, <laughs> what was the worst job you've ever had? Um, God. Uh, I'm just No, no, no. It's, all, it's a, such a valid question. Um, I've suppressed it. Uh, Bring it up. <laughs> Old Country Buffet for oh. a shift and a half on oh. Robert Street in West St. Paul. And I remember walking out. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mm. I worked That's... in a raspberry farm, which actually that wasn't too bad. But my parents owned a small, like a uh, small assembly packaging plant while I was growing up. In St. Paul? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, okay. <laughs> just got to get it out there. Yeah. Um, but so when they, so whenever I would get in trouble, they would be like, all right, well, you got to come and work at the packaging plant. Oh, boy. But when they first started, their first account was male catheters. And this was when I was like 11 years old. Mm. And we would sit in their, ba- in their bedroom and we would watch TV and they had these things that were like a shaft that was attached to a wooden um, base. And then you got these male catheters which was essentially a rubber and you would roll it over the shaft and then you'd have to unroll it and then you would put it into the bag with a little adhesive things and so and then we would put them through a little heat sealing machine so we packaged my that was my first real job was at 11 years old it was piecemeal and you got like two cents a bag and i made labor oh it was (laughs) straight up child labor (laughs) straight up but I mean, a shaft on a wooden board. A shaft on a wooden board. If you can mm-hmm. see, what, mm-hmm. some oh, people I, might yeah. call that a dildo on yeah. a wooden board. But right. yeah. yeah, but I had no idea what it was. I was like, it's really hard. And then I put the rubber <laughs> thing over it. Uh, but that was my first job was packaging male catheters. And uh, have you shared that story before? No. Oh. You got something. I we mean, I'm, something no. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Okay. And then old country buffet. To old country buffet. That up. I mean, I was, I mean, uh, have you felt compelled to share that story? Something <laughs> too. <laughs> Is the world a better place? I mean, I've told you about a couple of things. I wasn't sure were going to come out, but this, those two, I really didn't think were going to come out. Uh, so a shift and a half at old country buffet. I had, yeah. I had like a hour and forty seven minutes or something like that at a. Chuck E. Cheese in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, and you can oh. listen to episode whatever that you I do really? talk about that okay. 20 minute story. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I worked I at Perkins. I don't know if I'd go. You did? You mm-hmm. did? Which one? I uh, in Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Crystal. I'm from so. Crystal. We think St. Paul is bad. West St. Paul. Yeah, yeah. But Crystal, the oh, gall yeah. of him, though. That <laughs> oh, he, I know. Right. Dan Crystal? Salini lived in. Do you, know, do you know Dan Salini? Gosh, that name sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that a. If he says it's familiar, Crystal. they probably hung out together. Oh, it's for just sure. the way it works. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How was your mullet in 1988? Well, you could see. I know where it was. I'm just kidding. You got docking in the tape deck lined right. up today right. in 2019. I, listen, I was hardcore. Oh, yeah. You guys know each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you, do you uh, the Iron Horse, do you remember the Iron Horse bar by any oh. chance? Yeah, but that it was out of my radar. I was much more of a hippie at that point. Yeah, yep. so I was full oh, yeah. on you know, glam metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got oh. it. I was Aquanet. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure is right. I want to know which in 1987, which piece if you went into your dresser right now, what is fishnet? Is it a tank top? <laughs> 
Is there a scar? I, you know, I'll say, I'll say that I also, I I might have, I I was just going to say some fingerless gloves, actually. Yes, I know where they are. Yes. I know where you kept them. Yes, yes. And I know what catheter was next to it. Right, right. Oh my God. I can't go there. Yeah. But yeah. You, you just do. did. Yeah, you do know. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I can just picture little Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen pictures of him from oh. that era holding his his prized. Uh, oh, Jesus Priest. What are Jesus Priest tape. albums? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some good we ones. We all got to start somewhere. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean. It makes you who you are today. Indeed. An artist, yeah. You're, well, right. you're yeah. such an <laughs> elegant, like, amazing The Wax Museum artist. was my record store. Did oh, you ever go yeah. to that? Oh, yeah. We had great American music at Signal Hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wax Museum was at oh, in yeah. Robbinsdale. That was a cool... Yeah, it was just because of the Osgood thing. I right. Just, that's why I... Yeah. Right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're going to... Pretty soon we'll have had every everybody you know in town on the show. Since <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not that hard. I've been around like 100 oh. years old. You have yeah. to remember. I'm mother time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> oh shit, uh, you guys. Well, um, I don't I don't know what to say. Well, do you so do you have any upcoming shows that yeah. you would like to oh, share? Oh, there you oh, go. That's probably a good question. Or your website or how how can yeah, you Yeah, anything you want so to a new it? album is pitch on its a little way. bit. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Um <laughs> I'm well. I I'm booking a couple of places around town, okay. so I want to give a shout out. I I curating. I like to say at Hook and Ladder Theater mm-hmm. uh, in South Minneapolis. Um, as far as when I'm playing again, I am playing for the No Voice series at Summit, which is I believe next Thursday. I'm playing a set of instrumentals that you can drink beer to. Um, Where? I, at what? Summit. Summit Brewing. Oh That's God. in St. Paul. It's a St. Paul thing. Oh, we've, we've, we've been <laughs> oh, many I, times, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I know Summit. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we know that place. Oh, that sounds fun. My, uh, so are they yeah. doing it outside? Are they doing it inside? Or how is it going to I'm hoping that it's inside. Yeah. Um, it's through Minnesota Music Coalition. It's a series that they're doing called No Voice. Um, I'm playing at uh, Chankaska Winery. I'm also Chan playing. We'll just Casca. move on. Um, moving on. Uh, <laughs> is that like like it's down, task? It's, like, yeah, it's okay. something kind of. I, I'm still a little unsure. Although I'm really excited for the gig. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, <laughs> it's down near St. Peter, Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm playing at the Parkway Theater for Talking Volumes. Uh, Tim O'Brien is going to be the author, and I'm the musical interlude. I think that's next week. Well, that's a cool thing. Yeah, that's a, a very a cool menu. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. I've done a few of those. Um, uh, Amy Tan and Sh- and Sally Field last year. That was fun. The Sally oh, yeah. Field was great. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of Wranglers for that. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> oh. so I don't know if you'd appreciate it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Yeah, I've was... moved on from the fishnet. Yeah. I've so. actually gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see him in his little fishnet tank top. Oh, God. <laughs> just picture it. Right? Yeah, just yeah. The one. I just mm-hmm. was it right-handed or left-handed oh, or both. Uh, you know, I think I think I was a mix there. Zig Zig Sputnik came out. Do you know that band? No. You should Sorry, Google friend. them. I will. And you will. It will blow your mind okay. when you see that. Oh my god! It's like a worthy of like a Sputnik? Google image. Yeah, search? yeah. It's a great image. Oh yeah. Great eighties. Oh boy. Uh, Man. Yeah, they're quite. So I hit that. Yeah. Hit that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 
conversation, Miguel. You should have come and hung out with us yesterday. Anytime. Because it was just all we were doing. Yeah, right? It's a holy crap one. Yeah, wow. Oh, geez, Jim. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not fucking around. No, you're all hard. You're committed. Yeah. Yeah. I went in full throttle in the 80s there for at least a little bit. You got it. Of course you Yeah. Did. You know? Oh, shit. That's so, funny. Yeah, look that one up. Sig, Sig, Sputnik. Sputnik, yeah. yeah man. I think the one guy's got a little lace on his face, I would imagine. Mm. I mean. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. a little veil. Yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I remember coloring. I remember... Um, <laughs> Oh gosh, what's her name from the Blue Up? The oh, band, the Blue Up, uh, um, uh, eh, uh, eh. starts with an M. Molly, no, uh, <laughs> shit. She used to color my hair though with a mm. marker. Oh, She's fabulous! Great, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, a little sugar water to get the height. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. you're a hit. You had the Aquanet. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Is that Anna Vogue? No, that's what I was thinking. Anna Clara Vogue. No, the Blue Up. Yeah. Anyways, let's. Let, all right. Yeah. Otherwise, wow. I'm gonna. Other than that, that's I all I think I've no, okay. I, 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 got. You got a for few now. Things. That's yeah. A few things. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Great. All right, Molly. That's great. Well, thanks that's for yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm lost in us. Jim's youth here. I want to oh, say. Boy. I want to do it's a proper a, goodbye. I was, well, I was about to say, can we start a podcast about that? Lost yeah. in Jim's youth. <laughs> no. No. I might not come out of it. Right. It's easy for me to just sort of drift. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's been adrift for a long time. <laughs> I don't there know how this started, Molly. You triggered something. <laughs> I don't know what happened here all of a sudden. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, Molly, thank you so much yeah, for, coming, for coming, coming in. Thanks for Are you going to come back sometime? I would. I hope so. Thank yeah. you for are having gonna, me. Are we going to come see you play somewhere? Yes, sometime? absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah you're yes. always on the guest list. Yeah. Okay, great. Most of the shows I play are free. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so special. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Molly. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andolin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andolin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.